This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. And I never been with a buddy. She called my friend, so I call her something. Daddy, I don't know. <laughs> um, That new TikTok trend has been stuck in my fucking head for the last two days. And I just spent probably the last two hours trying to do this transition video for this TikTok. And I could not nail it to literally save my life. And now that's all is going on in my head. Ah, oh, another day and another welcome to Mars podcast. I have missed you guys so, so, so dearly, but I am here. Mommy is here. I'm back. I say that every episode, I think, and I let you guys know that I'm back. But this whole like getting used to like doing a podcast once every two weeks is kind of like throwing me off a little bit because I feel like I need to be getting in touch and updating you guys every week but then I like to think that every week is maybe a little bit too much Ally Mars so then then I'm like okay you know what they don't need to know that I went to Walmart and I bought toilet paper this week and that's the extent of the excitement of my life so we went down to the two sorry once every two weeks because I thought it wasn't important you guys needed to know that stuff but over the last two weeks um I think a few things have gone on. Um, I have a lot I think I need to update you on, especially the most important thing that is super scandalous. And we are here to tell you today on episode, the next episode, the newest episode. I don't know what episode we're on, 14, 15, 16. No, we're not that high. Episode 14 of Welcome to Mars. interesting few weeks of my life lately and again I feel like I say that every time but it usually it it's really true um I went and got some Botox today um I am going to I mean I'm going to tell you this again I'm going to Miami for New Year's for eight days holy fuck that's a long time in Miami I might die but I got Botox in my forehead. I got all of my under eyes done. So there's no creasing. We're not looking like a fucking idiot. Ladies, if you were listening to this episode, I actually, before we get into everything today, I have a few things I want to talk about. A few things that have been happening over the last um, two weeks that I haven't been able to update you guys on my life. I need to know 
Um, I have troubles with my under eyes. I am Italian, so I have very dark bags under my eyes. So for me to cover up the under eyes, it takes a lot because it either will crease or I find that my makeup doesn't really... I don't know if it doesn't stay, but I feel like, I mean, I work 12 hour days, so like it just like ends up creasing and like getting, you can tell where I've taken the concealer for the under eye and use my sponge and like it like turns into like two different colors. I don't know if I'm explaining this properly, but if ladies who are listening, you can help me out. I need your secrets. I need to know what concealer, what under eye concealer you use, what night cream you use. If you, sorry, my throat has been driving me crazy over the last couple of days. That was my inhaler and I just, I don't know what's going on. Um, yes, I need to know your under eye. Like I just need to know your eye routine because I need something that's going to help me I think maybe they're dry I don't know if like I don't even know if that's a thing because I put I have a skincare routine I've got my oils I've got my nighttime cream which I don't think is the right one so maybe that's what's what I'm missing so please send me a dm with your under eye treatment if you suffer from dark circles under your eyes like I was saying I went for Botox today so I did get Botox under my eyes to help with the creasing so fingers crossed that that works and speaking of Botox my next guest for um not next week I don't think but maybe in two weeks oh yeah I guess we do one every two weeks now I'm gonna have my BFF Jason, who is an injectionist nurse on for an episode, and we're going to talk all things Botox, cosmetics, you name it, we're going to talk about it. So if you have any questions that you want to know or you're curious about in the whole Botox world, please also send me a message, not only about your eye care routine, send me anything that you're curious about in that kind of aspect, because I know I do have friends that are so skeptical when it comes to like treatments and all that that stuff because they don't know what they need or what they should get so Jason's gonna come on we're gonna talk about all of that stuff just to kind of like clear things up so I'm really excited for that episode I think it's gonna be really great so as for right now I've got these like little um (laughs) injection marks under my eyes I look a little crazy right now but uh you know I'm always looking my best any hoodles hello everyone and welcome back. Um, I'm on my second glass of wine. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> no, actually, no, I'm not going to lie. I think I'm on my third. So today's going to be a hot and spicy episode. But there are a few things. There are things that have been going on. And we're going to dive right in because I had a... Actually, no, never mind. We're not going to go into that story first. <laughs> We're going to jump right in and let you all know that I am proudly happy to admit that I am back on the Thirst Trap podcast and we got together yesterday, me and the boys, and we recorded our next episode. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear that and I'm really, really happy that we were able to patch things up. Um, Rylan came crawling back. (laughs) no uh he did but anyways uh we ended up patching things up and I'm really really happy about it because 
I think the way that things fell apart, we both probably handled it very immaturely. And for us to have been able to um, take ownership for what we each did in retrospect, I think that it's a very big um, step for the both of us and I am very excited and so yes I am back <laughs> on the thirst trap podcast so those will be out every Tuesday on YouTube we are really loving doing the whole video concept of things so I'm really really happy that that's back in motion because I mean really they were never gonna find another co-host better than me so their search had to end with him coming back to be like we need you (laughs) so anyways yeah so that was the exciting gossip juice that I had that I wanted to talk about right off the bat there's not really much to go into detail about it but I am back on that podcast and I'm really excited about it I love those boys to death in a obviously not that kind of way anymore and I did meet Ryland's new girlfriend and she's great and I'm very happy for him and everything and all of us so anyways yes moving along that's all good now yesterday when I got home from recording the podcast I pulled in hi I'm Steve Yurko and I'm Tara Sands now available from Maji Media is our new podcast for kids flashback Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Sorry, you guys always get the live footage of me taking a sip. So I pulled into my, I drove home from the podcast and I came in and I pull into my parkade, but there was somebody parked in the parkade, like the entrance way. So like the slope into the parkade and I like go to turn, but I can't. So I like reverse a little bit and I just honk my horn like, Hey, can you just please back up so I can get in? He backs up. I pull into my parkade, but I wait for the parkade door to close because I didn't know if this person lived in the building. So I was like, okay, let's wait. So I wait. The door closes. The parkade door opens right away. Like right after I like wait for it to close, it opens up right away. So I'm like, oh fuck, like what? So this guy pulls in behind me and he's like, who the fuck do you think you are? And I was like, pardon me? He's like, you think you're this entitled white woman with privilege. And I was like, privilege? I was like, the only privilege I have is the fact I live in this building. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, you called me an N-word. I was like, no, I didn't. And he was like screaming at me in the parkade because I honked my horn at him to back up. He's like, you could have gotten out of your car and come up and knocked on my window. I was like, no, no, it's minus 10 outside. I'm not going to get out of my car and ask you to move when I can just kindly honk my horn and get you to back up. The man keeps screaming at me in the parkade. He's got so he's parked behind my car. He's like, I park two 
cars over from you and I was like sir I literally have never seen your car before again I really don't pay attention to the people that park beside my car so I don't really know what you're trying to get at and he's like still screaming at me then he proceeds to get out of his car and start coming towards me and so now I start to get scared because I'm in a parkade by myself he's coming towards me and there's some other person in his car and she's like you like she's screaming at me and I was like I did nothing wrong except come home apparently (laughs) like anyways I get into my like staircase there's a lady with her dog and she's like are you okay and I was like I don't know what the fuck just happened but I just got basically attacked in the parkade for coming home and I just fucking did I worked a 12-hour day on top of that I was gone for a few hours for the podcast so I was at like a 16-hour day and all I wanted to do was go home and go to bed so I go upstairs grab the dogs and I go back downstairs because I had to walk my dogs and he's parked in the same spot again so like I come out of the door and he rolls his window down and starts yelling at me again and I was like you're back in the same spot I just saw you in where you're not supposed to be he's like I'm filming something blah blah I'm like even if you're filming something people still need to come home into the parkade where they live you cannot like just sit there and expect people to park on the street anyways that was the end of my day yesterday and it was literally just such a gong show and it like put me in the worst fucking possible mood. Now, I don't think I was in the wrong. So if any of you think I'm in the wrong, please let me know. But I I really don't think I needed to get out of my car to ask him to move when it's just common sense if you're parked in a literally entrance to a parkade, you probably just back out and people can come home. Anyways, that was the day I had yesterday after I had a long day and I didn't need that in my life let me tell you (sighs) I don't know I'm like borderline deciding if I should move to a remote island and just say fuck it to everyone and just do my own thing um me and my mom and my brother and my sister are going to Scotland, as my mom would say, (laughs) um, in July. And so we've been planning this since uh, my dad passed away. My dad's wish before um, that happened was for me to take my mom to Scotland. So we have been planning this trip and my mom is so excited and I'm very excited with her. And we will be going in July to Scotland, Ireland, and all of that stuff. So my other ask, I feel like I'm asking all of my fans and viewers a lot on this episode, but I need some travel advice for over there. (laughs) I would like to also bop around while I'm in Scotland, while I'm in Ireland. I'm on that side of things, so I really am up for like even getting on a flight and going to London or also going to Italy or Croatia or where was the other place I wanted to go Ibiza would be sick because I'm over there so I mean not over there but like you're close enough that flights are so cheap to like hop on and off so I really want to know what you guys think I should do so I'm off the entire month of July so I was going to spend like the week or like 10 days 
with my mom and my siblings doing whatever they want to do and then I want to take like five days to myself I know five days probably isn't a lot but I still want to take that time to like kind of go do some self-traveling because I've never done that before and it's gonna be a like an eat pray love thing and I think maybe I'm gonna find myself or maybe I'll meet a man I'm on a very serious hiatus right now from men and we're gonna get going on that topic right now since I just decided to bring it up. I am hating men right now and it's not that I hate all men. I shouldn't say that because I remember I posted something about men on my Twitter and my friend came for me being like it's not all men that are like that which is true. You're not all like that but The other day I had a situation where someone wanted me to come over at 1.30 in the morning. Now, I am at a point in my life where I'm not doing the 1.30 in the morning hangout. I don't want to because we all know what happens at 1.30 in the morning. It's strictly sex and I'm not looking for that. I... I'm on a little bit of a dry spell right now, which is fine. I'm completely a-okay with being on a dry spell. But it's just like, I'm really trying to look for something more meaningful right now. And I know the person that um, invited me over at 1.30 in the morning, it, it probably wasn't for that. Although it would have probably happened. But we've been talking and hanging out. We haven't done anything yet. Again, because I'm on a dry spell. But I'm like trying to... I'm really trying to like evolve. I don't know if you guys are probably going to laugh. But I'm really trying to like shift the way that I see relationships and sex and hooking up. The hookup culture And I'm trying to move past from that. And like the last thing that I want to do is have meaningless sex. And I know, again, we had been talking, we've been hanging out. It wouldn't have been meaningless. But I also still, I'm in the weirdest spot right now when I really want someone to prove to me that they want to be with me. And I think that it really ties down to how comfortable I've gotten with being single and I think I've finally, I feel like in my voice I'm sounding emotional. I think I finally have found myself and found what I love and found that I'm enjoying being me and being single and traveling. And Gina and I have been fucking all over lately and we're going to Miami together and we have this trip, these other trips planned for the new year. We're going to like we're going to Coachella. We're going to EDC. Like she's like my MVP right now for traveling and I couldn't love her more for being so able and ready to take off with me on a plane all the time. And I just think that I have finally found the love for myself that I needed to find. But I need to, I used to have a three-date rule and I think my rule has changed from three to five. And I think it's because I don't want to just sleep around and I don't want to just sleep with anybody. And I really just, I really want, if I'm going to sleep with you, I want to know what's going somewhere. And it's just taken a really long time for me to figure that out. And here I am telling you I did figure it out 
which is so crazy to think. I never thought I would be in this spot. And I didn't think this episode was going to get so real. (laughs) But it took a lot. And it took a lot of being cheated on and falling in love with fuckboys and like falling in love with that guy that's covered in tattoos that's into the gym that talks to 4,500 different girls and I think it took for me to get my heart broken so many times I wear my heart on my sleeve and if you give me the time of the day for five minutes but then tell me that you're like so obsessed with me then I'm gonna be like okay I love you too (laughs) like I also like I mean I've been talking to this guy who lives in LA as well and he's great and he tells me that I'm his type and you know he isn't seeing anybody and he hasn't been seeing anybody since like the summertime and I told my girlfriend that and she's like Allie he lives in LA you dated someone who lived in LA before and look what happened and I was like yeah but that was different but she's not wrong like LA is hard like it's it's not like it's in Canada I can't just fly to you every day or (laughs) fly to you all the time but I don't know I'm just I'm finding I think I'm having a revolution you guys think I'm having a revolution this is like me (laughs) finally knowing my worth and I think that's a good thing and I think I needed that And I have such supportive friends that just want to see me happy. And if, so like I was saying, so when I got that message at 1.30 in the morning the other day, I got really annoyed because I don't want to hang out at 1.30. I want to hang out with you in the daytime. There's that meme that says, what is it? I think you guys are going to know what I'm talking about. It's like, It's not about who you spend Saturday night with. It's who you spend Sunday morning with. And I think that's so true. Hold on, I need another sip. I think that's so true. So after I got those messages, I was just kind of like thrown off. And I was like, I don't want to come hang out right now. And he's like, come over, come over, come over, come over, come over, come over. And I was like, no, I'm not coming over. I said no. And it just threw me for a loop and I just got super annoyed and like I apologize in the morning because like I mean I had been on like my day four of working so much and I was just so annoyed and I just wanted to go to bed. But I just think men if you're messaging us at 1.30 in the morning to hang out our mind is going to go into one direction and it's going to be like he just wants to hang out because he wants to fuck. He just wants to get laid and then that's it. So Anyways, that's my revolution and that's how I'm feeling and I don't want any hookups that aren't going to mean anything. So another thing (laughs) that I wanted to talk about today was um, dealing with haters and the reason why I want to bring this to attention on my podcast today is just because being a part of like the thirst trap podcast and how Rylan and I had a thing going on for a bit there and you could tell how like the like the chemistry before like we had it it was like a 50 50 situation people loved the chemistry that we had but people also thought that I was looking like I was super desperate which for the record I was not desperate we had a good thing for a little bit and I'm not here to talk shit because I would never because what we had was great 
for the month we had it. But I was reading these comments on the thirst trap page that we have and I was getting upset because people were like she's so like look at her she's whiny she's desperate like first of all me being whiny this is hi hello this is my voice my voice no matter what is it sounds whiny and I cannot change how my voice sounds like I wish I could. I wish I had maybe a deeper voice. I don't know if I want a deeper one. But I remember when I filmed a commercial a while ago, the comment was, wow, that girl's voice is so annoying. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But here you are listening to my podcast. (laughs) And it was bothering me. And I told Rylan, I was like, I don't know how to deal with people saying these things about me. And then the other comments were like, we love her. She's great. I love that she's back. You guys are great together. But it's the ones that stand out that are mean. And I know that shouldn't be a thing. The classic quote is the tale as old as time. Haters are your motivators. Which they are. A hundred percent. (laughs) And... The fuel, like make them your fuel and not your kryptonite is something that I've really been trying to like overcome. But I was like thinking about it and realizing something along the way. I'm just fixing my mic here. It's called (laughs) jealousy. J-E-A-L-O-U-S-Y. Oh end of the day the people that talk bad about you are the ones that are so upset with their own lives that they think talking about you is going to make them feel better about themselves what you're doing what you have the extra income you're making the spotlight that you're in the industry that you're in this is all the price we pay to do what we're doing And (laughs) like not only do I genuinely like I enjoy making my TikToks, posting thirst traps, it makes me laugh when I see people send my picture to someone or they respond rudely or something like that. And that's something I talked about. I don't know if it was, it must have been the last episode or whatever, a few episodes ago, me getting in those Twitter wars and like, The thing at the end of the day is my brother said to me, like, why do you play into it? And the only reason why I do is because I think it's funny for me to send out a response. Now, me thinking that in my mind that I'm sending out a response and it makes you look like an idiot, it also, from another perspective, it makes it look like it bothers me. Now, like I just said, it did bother me when I would read those comments and see the things that people would think of me and all of that kind of stuff. But I think I have gotten to that point that <clears throat> it doesn't bother me anymore because I know I'm doing something right at the end of the day because you're sitting there talking about me and you're sitting about sitting there saying I did this and look what she's doing and look what she posted and look what she has on a, a side hustle. Look what she's doing. Look what she's posting. Like, get over it. You're mad and you're going to stay mad. And that's fine. But I, <laughs> it's funny. Because I had, like, I used to have people that would 
message me and be like, I admire what you do. I admire the fact that you put yourself out there and you are real and you're raw and you don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. And I could never do that. Like the fact that you do that is just so crazy. And like I have people that would message me and be like, how are you in Martin Garrix's DJ booth? Like, how are you doing this? Why are you in Tiesto's booth? Why are you partying with Steve Aoki? Um, Because not only am I actually a fun person to hang out with and I'm actually very friendly, these people enjoy my presence and I also have these hookups from just like being me like (laughs) I don't understand it and the fact that people hate on me for that is just mind-blowing but anyways I only wanted to touch on that a little bit because I just think that it takes a lot when you're in this kind of business where you're in the spotlight you're posting this you're doing this you're I post thirst traps all the time that's who I am and the fact you know what my mom said to me and I'm gonna be completely fucking honest right now you all are probably wondering, what the fuck does her, her mom think? I was going to say parents, but even when my dad was still here, he didn't give a fuck what I did. He supported me no fucking matter what. And that's that. And my mom does the same fucking thing. She says to me, it was funny because I posted some pic. I cleaned up my Instagram account, so I only actually do have a few photos on my Instagram now. But I remember I posted a photo like basically like in underwear and a top and my mom, she just laughs. She says, if you got it, flaunt it. Thank you, mom. The words of advice from mommy Mars, if you got it, flaunt it. And that is my advice to you moving forward. If you are feeling hot in your little lingerie piece or you're wearing a sexy bodysuit and you think you look good, I'm going to tell you right now, you do. You 100% look good. Post that photo. Post it. Post whatever you think you're looking great in. And I say that because I just really wish this world wasn't so fucking sensitive. I really do. And we have, it's going to be 2022. We've been in fucking two years of COVID. People have really lost the sense of, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but people have really lost touch. And it's really sad. It's truly sad. Like you can't even say sex anymore without people getting offended. We all have it. We all do it. So why does it offend you when people are actually talking about it? Don't like it. Don't listen at the end of the day and that's that and that's my rant for episode 14 <laughs> I am so overjoyed with what I do and when I get to sit down and actually record a podcast it brings me so much joy and happiness and there have been times when I've been feeling really dark and really down And I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to anyone. And I battle that sometimes. But I know at the end of the day, podcasting brings me joy. Hanging out with my girlfriends brings me joy. Going out brings me joy. Traveling brings me joy. This right here, this podcast, brings me joy. 
beyond belief. And the reason why this podcast brings me so much joy is because of my dad. Now, I revamped my entire podcast. And as you all know, if you followed me back in the day when I had the crazy sex and dating call her daddy style podcast, it was a lot. We were talking things that nobody ever wanted to listen to it was a 50 50 either you want to listen to it or you don't I have changed this into just me talking about life and talking about real stuff and I'm really enjoying it and I'm enjoying the different route that it's taken and I know I'm I keep moving in this chair (laughs) it sounds like I'm farting but I'm not um The Thirst Trap podcast is going to be the podcast where things will get juicy and we'll talk about certain things and sex and I mean I still talk about sex on here but it's not to the extent of off the rails and fucked up that I had back in the day and I'm really loving this new era. Now I know I told you guys on my last episode I was fucking revamping my YouTube and I am sitting here and I have all of the videos up and I'm trying to post them but I've been running out of space on my Mac because I have so much shit on my MacBook. So I'm going to get that done tonight actually after I meal prep. I'm going to try and at least get one episode up. Maybe this one, maybe another one but it's in the works and I had lunch with Rylan yesterday and we are creating our merch for the Thirst Trap podcast as well. So there's just like I say this every time and I say I say this every time on my podcast but the merch is coming. I promise 2022 January is the drop month that we're aiming for for uh, the merchandise for the Thirst Trap and then I will have mine out hopefully by January as well. So things are in motion. Wheels are moving. Things are rocking. And yeah, I love you guys. And um, it is going to conclude another episode of Welcome to Mars. And Christmas is coming, you guys. It is um, December... December 9th. December 9th, we are what a few short days away from Christmas. I'm a few short days away from Miami and I'm going to be seeing some friends while I'm in Miami. So I'm really excited about that. So we'll talk about that after that trip. But anyways, okay. Hi, I love you guys. I'm sorry for that was so Canadian right there. Sorry for the delay in the episode but um it's always worth the wait you know your girl loves you and you know you'll see me again i might do an extra episode next week for you guys just because of my tardiness that i say i don't have but you know what i actually might have (laughs) all right bitches sexy little fucks i'll see you next week
Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.